The question is, in 1869, the Suez Canal opened, linking the Mediterranean Sea with which other body of water? You can choose from the following, Persian Gulf, Indian Ocean, Red Sea, or Pacific Ocean. Well, the answer is Red Sea. Often considered as the unofficial border between Africa and Asia, the Suez Canal runs through Egypt and took 10 years to build. The United Kingdom and France owned the canal until July 1956, when the president of Egypt nationalized it, leading to the Suez Crisis of 1956. Murray, I'm not too familiar with this topic. Tell us more about the Suez Canal. Tamika, you know, the first big news events I was really aware of as a little kid were all things that took place in 1956. And I remember being at a big family gathering of some kind that year. It was mm-hmm. a wedding reception or a birthday party. I don't know. But all of the grown-ups were talking about the Suez crisis. And it was mm. everybody's on edge. We'll get to that in a minute. But first of all, we need to remember what a big deal the Suez Canal is and was. Okay, I'll bite. How big a deal was it? It was humongous. You have to remember what a moment it was in 1869 when the canal opened. In the years just before that, the railroad had started to develop all over the world. The telegraph was spreading everywhere. Mm -hmm. And ships were starting to cross the oceans under steam power without sails. So along with those developments and others in technology, the opening of the Suez Canal was one of the big factors in shaping our modern economy, and moving us forward Mm -hmm. from the Industrial Revolution. Yeah, I can see that. Sounds like globalization. Exactly. If you were going from, say, England to India, Mm -hmm. the Suez Canal cut your trip by several thousand miles. So all of a sudden, the canal revolutionized world trade. Hmm, thousands of miles. Well, that's a pretty good shortcut. Yeah, I'll say. What was the Suez Crisis? Well, Tamika, the name we always hear in connection with the Suez Canal is that of the French diplomat Ferdinand de Lesseps, Mm. who was really the moving force behind the project. He refused to let anything stop him or it, and it took real tenacity over the 10 years that it took to build it. So Mm -hmm. even though the canal is in Egypt, the owners of it were France and the United Kingdom, Mm -hmm. and that's the way things stood until... 1956. That's it. In Egypt, Gamal Abdel Nasser, who had overthrown King Farouk in a coup, took over the Suez Canal in 56. He closed it to all shipping from the young nation of Israel. And so the Israelis, the French, and the British invaded Egypt to get the canal back. It's a very complicated history, but Mm -hmm. basically the United Nations, the Soviet Union, and the United States, led by President Eisenhower, pressured the three invading countries to withdraw. But there had been real fighting, and several thousand people lost their lives, mostly Egyptians. Wow, that's a lot. What was the outcome? It's a fascinating story, Tamika, and it had far-reaching consequences. For example, you've heard of UN peacekeeping forces, right? Sure. Well, they were first created as a response to the Suez Crisis. Mm. And at the end of the crisis, the Russians ended up being more influential in the Middle East. The United States, probably less so. The French and the British were mostly humiliated. And above all, it pretty much ended the role of the United Kingdom as a major world power. And it set the stage for the famous Six-Day War about 10 years later. That pitted Israel against Egypt, Jordan, and Syria. And all because of a ditch through the desert? 
That's some ditch. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that, Murray. You're very welcome, Tamika. That's it for now. I'm Tamika Smith. And I'm Murray Horwitz. We're Ask QOTD on Twitter and Facebook. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Come back tomorrow and ask your smart speaker, what's the question of the day? Learn something new every day.